Akmala! Yeah, Mala. Welcome back, my friends, to the Cult Film Showdown. I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and I am and I am pleased to be joined by my good friends. I have James Cotta. I am uh, I'm here. I have uh, been up too late every night, so I'm feeling like a maybe a soft rock zombie. Soft rock zombie. All right then. And then and then next up we have our pop rock zombie, and that would be Nick Boxer. Greetings and salutations, soft rock zombie. Bad porn name. Oh, where and so Nick, where are you right now? I know that last episode oh. you were in Alaska. Where are you now? Uh, I am supposed to be in Texas. However, I missed my flight. I am still stuck up here in Alaska. Um, and, you know, those direct flights from Alaska to Texas are not all that uh, frequent. So I might be stuck here till late tomorrow morning. Pissed off beyond belief. I can't believe Brad is putting me through this to find him just you know talking to every little cooch that he has fouled with his dirty dirty ways <laughs> and it's uh it, it's it's winter in alaska so isn't isn't morning like 11 a.m or so oh, <laughs> like, fuck, like an hour and a half sunlight you know but uh, somebody made me like made me look, have a watch once, but I don't know how to read it. It's not digital. <laughs> and speaking of not digital, Jack Hall. Uh, sup? I, uh, I was wondering how it is that uh, Yakmala has not been inducted into our Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, you know, the Saints of the Octagon. How's that phrase still going? And have, from uh, Jim Cotter, the wonderful film Jim Cotter. Yes, our first movie ever. <laughs> yeah, how is that not being inducted? It's just occurring to me. Uh, that and uh, I, I, I don't care if Nick is still there tomorrow morning. I just care that by the next time we record, he's no longer in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll be frozen. He perhaps could be eaten by a Yeti. You never know with these things. <laughs> so... This, my friends, though, is is apparently, unbelievably, season 16 of the Cult Film Showdown. And, and we are doing canon movies, so this is canon fodder. And this time, so we have a movie that's not a Golan and Globus movie, but it's still one that was, uh, that was put out by canon and, uh, and given distribution by canon. It's Hard Rock Zombies. So we're rocking down the highway, and... Speaking of that highway, uh, we're going to have to listen to Nick attempt to describe this one. And, 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 and I'll say attempt because if there's anyone in the world who could truly describe this, and I'll include the, the actual film director in that, then I, I would seriously question them. I feel like my whole life has led to this moment. Uh, God bless Cannon, because no one else can put out a film this awesome. Uh, I love this film. A uh, Hard Rock Zombie, as the title suggests, uh, stars a rock and roll band traveling across the country, and they are booked a concert slash audition for some sort of agent in a small conservative town. Now, instead of staying in a hotel, they decide to stay with uh, 
the family of a hitchhiker they just picked up a few miles down the road. Now, this turns out perhaps to be a mistake. It's unclear uh, whether they would have done any better if they actually continued on to the motel. But this family turns out to be the family of, the family of Hitler who... Yeah, how can I describe this? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Family of Hitler's family pretty good. Are Hitler's family who are now inbred ghouls. I think you could say Hitler's family and a werewolf. And a werewolf. Yeah, and a monster a dwarf. But, and a monster dwarf. And, but and a regular the dwarf. The dwarves were grandchildren as well. I I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were, yeah. Is, yes. Rock and roll band staying in a weird ass house with a bunch of freaks. Now the town, you know, they they decide they don't like rock and roll all of a sudden, and you now they got a big act coming in, so they start to freak out too, and you know, mobs start to form and they start banning stuff at the town council, and everyone gets all excited. But before anything goes goes wrong, well, Hitler's family. Kills are banned, and it's like, oh my god, movie's over, and we're only 45 minutes in. But luckily, due to some strange coincidence, unlikely coincidence, the band was working on a magical song, I don't know why, and it's played by one of their fans. I don't know why the unreleased song would be, you know, just played at the in the graveyard or whatever. This magical song. Resurrect dead, not the dead, not just the band, but all dead. So all of a sudden we got a bunch of zombies all over the place. The band gets up and, you know, rather than eating brains like everybody else, they decide, let's go to the audition anyway and play a couple songs. So they they head off and, you know, they're awesome in, in that. But zombies are now attacking both uh Hitler's family and the conservative town members, but we're ready to kill the people for rock and roll anyway. Um, and fun ensues, I guess, until the band plays their audition and decides they're human anyway. And they then decide to play another song that leads both all the Nazi zombies or all the Nazi family and the zombies that have been created and have been resurrected into Hitler's gas chamber. Uh, I love this movie. It doesn't make a list of sense. Uh, this deserves to be like one of the best known co-classic movies of all time. Is I think if, if the good songs had hit in the first half of the movie, we'd have heard of this movie before. But man, this came out of nowhere for me. What a wonderful fucking film. Uh, I did say, oh, I was just going to say when I, when I picked this, I remember saying hard rock zombies and you're welcome. At that point, I had not seen any of it. I only knew it had hard rock zombies and Nazis. And I knew that would be right <laughs> up our alley. Yeah. It, it almost feels oh, like we sh- the best, the best parts of this film are just the sides. I mean, you got the, you, you got the decapitated head just having adventures throughout a 40 minutes of this movie with like no rhyme or reason. You got Nazi zombie dwarfs attacking cows for no apparent reason. Um, 
it's just like joke, joke, joke scene. Um, I loved it. I mean, you have a guy eating his own face in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that it, it feels like we should just skip right to scoring because I'm pretty sure that the entire movie will be in what the fuck. <laughs> I, I think I think that's a pretty accurate. I, I want to I, I can help Nick out with one of the things he didn't understand. <laughs> only one. Uh, the, the our hero, Jesse, the, the lead singer of the of the hard rock band, um, gives the fan a tape and says, if anything happens to me, play this at my grave. And that's why she plays the tape that is, uh, is like a, it's like the magic spell that brings them. But back. He actually, I, I know he got the song from the book that resurrected the dead, but you know, he a book know that it was effective. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess what do you got to lose at that point? Like, <laughs> Well, no. I think if you haven't seen already... that book, isn't funny. But you've seen it, then you know this to me. Uh, okay, you guys go ahead with what you're well, going to say. And they've already proven that it works because he freaking kills a tarantula two or three times and well, keeps right. resurrecting it by by playing with the, by playing the song on the bass. Honest to God, I didn't understand that when it happened. Thank you for explaining that. <laughs> Because the same thing had happened earlier. There was a fly that they kept killing. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, a little gnat on the back of his head. That's why I knew that's what's happening to the, to the to this movie while watching it, or even after. I think you've missed the point of this movie. <laughs> so I, I know the only movie we've put up previously ever um, for people to watch was I Like to Hurt People, which eventually got taken down. Maybe we should try and put that back up on Daily Motion. Maybe it's always out there and. and this is the same thing, whereas I feel like we should put this up because this is this is everything this podcast is supposed to be. We have discovered a movie that isn't a cult film uh, classic. It isn't it hasn't got a huge following. It, it's not Troll 2 or a film that has been on MSK or Mystery Science Theater or whatever, 3000. Riff Tracks, it hasn't been, uh, you know, not, hasn't played the Alamo Drafthouse, but it should. Like, you know, it should be on, well, how did this get made and, and, and things like that. It should. But it isn't. It's, like, totally unknown. And yet, like you say, it deserves, like Nick said, it deserves this much greater following. I feel like we should put it out there and hopefully get this thing going because it's like we did for Flesh Gordon, too. I could see there being a uh, I could see there being a documentary made on this because of us. Just, just to put it out there, there are several copies on YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, I, I'm I uh, I take charge of uh, of researching how to find these films, which has sometimes been quite an adventure. Uh, YouTube is is not only the place I found it; it's the only place I found it. <laughs> okay, so, even better then. Then people can watch it. There is yes, uh, yeah. There there is a, there is right at least now. one full copy. Yeah. Stop right now. Go watch it, and then come back and listen to the episode. Because you, you need to see it first. It's the something else. The second that we start talking about it, it's it's like shit it, it, just gonna gonna go crazy from here. All right. Well, let's uh, let uh, let us move into uh, into scoring uh, in our search for the ultimate B movie. We rate each film in five categories, none of which are objective quality. The first category called schlock appeal, and we start with Stan. 
I ran the gamut with this movie. Like, when it started off, I was just like, oh, man, the transfer of this, it's really low budget. It's really crazy. I just, uh, I just, I just don't know. And then the band is playing, and it's, like, cheesy, and, and it's just like, oh, I don't know. And then and then the next thing you know, there's Hitler, and it's just like, uh, what? <laughs> and then it's and then it's a comedy and then and then the second half comes around and it's like Night of the Living Dead and you can just pick all these points out of other things that it's aping and and at the end of it you realize like it's almost impossible to explain and yet it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen and <laughs> and so it's the kind of thing that I can totally see us, you know, eventually when we're able to come together from the four or five corners of the world that we're in, and this is one that we'll want to sit down and watch together. So I will give it a ten. Um, yes, this is not a slack movie. This is all slack movies. Um, in one movie, awesome, a ten, one hundred percent. I think they could have cut ten minutes off of it. It goes a little yes. bit past the ninety-five minutes, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna dock it for that because uh, it it did it did run a little bit too long. Uh, so I'm gonna dock dock it a couple points from that. But it is it's definitely super schlocky, and there's no way you're not laughing. And if you're into these type of movies, having a good time with this, I'm I'm giving it an eight. Uh, it uh, it over promises promises and over delivers, uh, which is. Uh, <laughs> An impressive feat. Like I, the first, uh, the first, like you know, twenty minutes, it was already like so over the top and wacky, and uh, and then uh, the turning point where they bring in actual Hitler. Um, I think, I think and that's after like he's an old man who's wearing this makeup. Hitler's wearing this makeup. That's you know what? Actually, this is going to come up in WTF, so I'm going to leave it. <laughs> There's so much. We're, we're good. We're a good halfway through the film before we it's revealed he's actual Hitler. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm like just they're saying not they're not just Nazis. Oh. <laughs> Which means this, he's 95 this, years old and he looks like he has an age today. This marks the first time, I think, on the show that we have had uh, a sex scene with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> the first Oh, okay. gonna, uh, yeah, let's let's not let's not say only. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> young, say. Uh, ten for me as well. More heart than the budget. Well, uh, I couldn't I couldn't find a budget. It, it I does. found I found the budget. I found oh, the you? budget. Yeah. Um, Thirty five dollars. <laughs> is is no, I didn't actually find the budget, but it does feel like thirty five dollars. You know what? Uh, to make up because because this truly did look like it was thirty five dollars, but there is so much going on. I mean, I mean they have uh, Paul Sabu doing the music, and and that's fantastic. I mean, but it, there's so much going on here, and you know I I really wish that I could make up for uh, for Jack's eight by giving this a twelve, but <laughs> because they were all in, but I will give it a ten. Uh, yeah, actually, for me, this this is all heart. I mean, if you read the trivia about this movie, this movie was supposed to be a fake trailer in another movie, and they just were having so much fun, they decided, fuck it, let's make the fucker. Um, 10, 100%. 
Yeah, this was supposed to be 20 minutes of American Drive-In, like 20-minute film that they were making to show on the screen at American Drive-In. And literally, they're like, hey, let's make two movies at once. And we got this one, which explains why they had no money. And yet they had some, like, it's not like they were like, hey, we have no money. Let's not bother to do any special effects. No, we had a guy eating himself. And <laughs> and I do mean eating himself with mustard and everything. That's one of the single um, <laughs> greatest, like, so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. And the zombies, you know, we, you know pulling heads off and biting into people and the gore effects. Like they, we have gore effects and stuff like that. Like you would expect in a zombie film. I mean, it's impressive considering they haven't got money to light a scene properly or to make sure that the boom mic isn't in the No, no, that's for damn sure. (laughs) But they do have the money for the gore effects. I got a 10 on this. What, what a, what a crazy adventure this movie is because it is like it is that gonzo filmmaking where uh, everything's a single take. But uh, but they, they do some things that are quite surprising. It's you know, there was some there was definitely some care put into making things cool. I think uh, more than making it impressive or making the film quality, it was like, let's do something cool. Uh, so uh, 10 for me as well. So 10s across the board. You don't, don't we rarely get uh, a perfect score in a category. Especially uh, this one. Especially, uh, yeah, I, I would have to check to find uh, if we've ever had a perfect score in this category. Yeah, uh, the next, and I've got, I have lots of time to check because <laughs> yes. our next category is what the fuck moments. And I, I caution to not do all 96 minutes of the film. <laughs> I, what, actually, for me, uh, at a certain point, I stopped. <laughs> I stopped just because it was just like, yep. It's it's it, yeah it's all there it's it's all we could seriously just go through every ninety six so my first note is the hitchhiker to skinny dipping to photographer with two monster dwarfs to the killing of the hard rockers or of of the like the two long haired guys and the hand cutting off and it was just like that by that was the first three minutes of this movie. <laughs> And then you have the very heavy metal looking band that plays that plays like a pop song <laughs> in, in a heavy if metal club. If they're heavy metal or hard rock even, yes. poison is thrash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be one of my questions to bring to because uh, a couple of our of my fellow uh, hosts here are uh, aficionados in the in the hard rock my heavy metal world. Uh this did not feel hard rock to me. <laughs> there was no. one. Few of the songs at the end were. Yeah, but yeah. Not the songs early on. Well, and it, and it's so crazy because Paul Sabu, who did the music, had, had a you know has had a long career in the music industry, and he's worked with everybody. Like I mean, like from like Motown to Wasp. So I mean, I mean, he's got the he's got the chops, but it's um, but there was definitely like they were all over the map with the music for sure. Um, th- that same heavy metal band, there was that one scene in the back of the club where he's like, I need photographs, I need photographs. And they're like, no, we don't want photographs. Like, we don't want to get signed or anything like that. And, th- and then they unleash the girls. And the guys are like, oh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like, it's just like, they're complaining that the girls have just been unleashed on them? They have. They yeah. hate groupies. Absolutely yeah, yeah. hate groupies. The first rock band ever that doesn't want to bang a bunch of women. Yeah. It was so... Now, wasn't the band's complaint they were underage? 
No, that was nobody's complaint. In fact, he sits there and, and the manager says to him, like the guy's like, a girl comes up to him. He's like, yeah, hey, sign those nubile underage bosoms. So he does. Uh, uh-huh. And everybody else, like the one girl was maybe underage. And, but I don't know why they left. But even before that, before the girls even entered the room, they were like, we don't want them. We don't want those groupies. <laughs> and, that's, and that's like, that's WTF straight up because no rock oh, band yeah. has ever said that. Nothing, ever. Says, nothing <laughs> says rock and roll like keep the groupies out of here. Yeah, <laughs> nothing says rock and roll like wandering around in your ginch underwear together. Especially in the... <laughs> Especially in the 80s. Didn't the one guy have a sock over his cock? <laughs> and, then, and then, so then, then you know, you, you move ahead, and the, they get to the town of Grand Guignol, depending on, on who's pronouncing it. And, um, and, like, the music video that was the photo shoot, where it was the monkeys with the band... And it was insane because it was basically right out of the monkeys. So this is my question for you guys. Uh, did this film set a record for montages? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it definitely uh, set it, it's it's coming close to having the uh, the, the biggest flashback to uh, Ooh, to yeah. just saw the scene ratio. <laughs> And and music videos like I this is the one where it was just like you could take all of these things and lay them out as music videos in and of themselves. I mean, very impressive in that regard. Then here's my note. It was German grandparents making whoopee. You don't realize that <laughs> that that's freaking Hitler. <laughs> you don't know that that's Hitler and a, and a werewolf at that point. Yeah, and and it's just like. The, like and she she's like I can't believe it ninety five that you are still able to uh, to have sex and then the the two the two dwarfs show up and they want to watch and and he's like no you can't watch nine and then, and then she's like oh it's fine let them watch and it's just well his <laughs> like, problem was he didn't want the grandchildren watching yes yes I mean family. yeah yeah uh, it still really it it was really out of nowhere even in this movie yeah and then so they so eventually they got to watch yes the two dwarves who are the grandchildren of these people what or the i think he's the grandfather and she's the mother (laughs) i'm pretty sure yeah well yeah because one of them is it's never explained why one of them is completely deformed (laughs) good enough i believe there's a daughter that is hot there's a daughter that's hot. I mean, who else watched this and went, oh, this whole time I thought that uh, the Devil's Rejects was inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Turns out it was inspired <laughs> by hard rock zombies. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and then, of course, there's the electric shock with the boom mic. You know, that was that was an excellent scene. Um, honestly, did anyone see is this a meeting or a session coming <laughs> because oh my god <laughs> yeah the robert's rules of order argument at the town council was uh was a surprising turn <laughs> it was like i thought that, i thought the mention of him owning the sheep and with great detail that from that one guy <laughs> all of a sudden the bestiality at the at the meeting town meeting was where it went uh, really really by the wayside <laughs> 
there was there was so much in that town meeting and it was just like like yes you know you talked earlier about cutting if you could cut like 10 minutes out and that was part of, probably part of where you could but damn it's some weird weird stuff for this movie uh, hard rock apparently leads to underage <laughs> sex premarital sex and physical sex i love it worst of all <laughs> worst of all yes oh man uh then the shower scene that would have had Hitchcock rolling in his grave. <laughs> oh, my God. The gratuitous nudity. Like, thank God this movie even managed to fit that in there. And, oh, yeah. And then so much blood and so much, like, and the shower curtain being torn off and the close-up of the of it coming off of the of the rungs. Amazing stuff. And... And then at this, and then of course Hitler has become Hitler at this point. We are we are in the the zombie nearing the zombie moment, and it became the Texas Weed Whacker Massacre. And that, yes, yes, like it's straight out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, only with a weed whacker, and that's was so mind blowing. At that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to stop taking notes because every moment from this point on is just going to be a note. So so that's pretty much where I left off. There's oodles and oodles and oodles, but, uh, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that you can't give this a 10. Um, yeah, just out of curiosity, the Texas Chainsaw stuff, it, it was done so confidently in a movie that should be crappy. I mean, I'm pretty sure there were shots taken right out of... Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with, but with a weed whacker. Oh, for sure, for sure. Awesome. Like um, there's yeah. so many shots in this movie that I oh. guarantee were were ripped from other movies. Oh yeah, but I mean, a movie this bad, good shouldn't have that kind of quality. But anyway, you said ten. You're scoring ten. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going with a ten as well. This movie is WCF up the uh, up the wazoo. Um, I loved every second of it, but I'm going to use my time. So, so hopefully you guys can explain a couple things that happened in the movie that I didn't understand the reasons for. The whole... <laughs> I'm willing to give it a shot. The, <laughs> yeah. the whole, the whole vill- villagers trying to scare the zombies away from their town with Face mask. Does anyone understand what the hell is going on there? Oh yeah, well because they they said that the like like in according to the one guy's book after they established that they weren't vampires, according to the book they said that that because of um, because the zombies' brains uh, melted away and so they didn't like heads and they kept cutting them off and they wouldn't touch them so they figured that if they, they didn't like heads, heads heads have brains in them and therefore heads are their their natural nemesis yes and Turned so out, not the case yeah and, and so the then they figured hide. that doesn't leave the basement came up with this plan yeah and then he sent other people out to to test his right. plan oh okay that makes perfect <laughs> sense i got that in in its entirety, I thought I missed something there. The uh, <laughs> other thing I didn't completely understand was the where the hell the Jew came from in the fake beard <laughs> that tried to 
explain stuff from him. Was he from Hitler's bunker or something? No, uh, he was just a character they decided to put in because they thought it would be funny. Yeah, and and honestly, like he was right out of nowhere. And in fairness, it was so you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) Can't can't fault him on that. Nope. Okay. Um. Yeah. My only problems with the WCS, other than the ones I haven't mentioned, it. They're all wonderful. This is like WTF the movie. I loved every second of it. Uh, there was one I had a little bit of a problem with. I found Hitler describing the, his gas chambers in vivid detail was a little bit out of... It was kind of in bad taste in comparison to the tone of the rest of the movie. But, I mean, for WTF, how can you not have a 10 in this, this particular section? So I don't have a 10 in this. Uh, <laughs> I, I quit. I, I quit. I'm done. I'm I have a nine. And the reason why is because a lot of these ones, like the ones, for instance, you'd think that's a WTF, them coming out with the heads. But because they're making a comedy, a lot of these WTFs to me can be put aside as, okay, they just thought that was a sight gag. They're just having fun. And, and so I think a, a whole bunch, some of them are just the WTFs that are the incompetence and the wonderful just – you know, like the fact that they throw them in jail and it's clearly just like a barn that they found with and they don't even bother killing the, the the straw off the ground or anything. And it's just it's just, you know, it looks so funny and everything like that. So, I mean, there's a bunch like that, but there's also a bunch that I think could be explained by the fact that it's a comedy. So I'm docking at a point for that. So I got a nine. I. Well, I mean, it, amazingly, there are still a few left. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, well, there's uh, a ton left. I'd say that like, I, I would agree with Nick that the uh, that tonally, the use of a gas chamber as the finale is uh, <laughs> questionable at best. Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, if you're establishing, as as Jack said, that it's that this is a comedy, um, it's a weird choice, uh, and. I did also wonder if, uh, I, I mean, you got to kind of def- define the rules of a zombie every time you make a zombie movie because they're all like they're all slightly different. There is no quintessential. This is what a zombie is, but the the really defining factor of a poison gas is that it's a gas uh, that you inhale and bad things happen. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure that zombies inhale. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even 100% sure they were zombies, to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, I guess if the hard rock isn't hard rock, then the zombies may be also be a, be a misguide. Um, the, uh, the severed heads, um, they're, they're funny and they're interesting where they put them, but they don't. Normally, if you had an effect that wasn't that great, you would quickly show it. Um, but they they have a they have a woman and in that uh, carries around her husband's severed head for a long <laughs> period of time, and it's like clearly like just the silliest mannequin head. Um, but they don't make any attempt to hide that, uh, which is uh, it's shameless and awesome. Um, and uh, you you mentioned the the discussion at the town council meeting about whether it's a session or whether it's a meeting. It's like this Robert's Rules of Order uh, form gag. That is quite weird. And then they pass a rule to ban the concert. 
And one of the guys goes, hey, did you read this thing we just voted on? Because it just it actually bans all rock and roll, not just the concert. <laughs> yes. And like they're still in session. They're like, oh, I guess we banned all rock and roll then. We better start burning stuff. <laughs> Everybody get your records together. <laughs> you can't the even sing it on the street. Yeah, the sheriff says you can't sing it on the street. You can't own any. Uh, you can't be adjacent to it. Essentially, uh, if you if you pass by rock and roll music, you're in trouble. Uh, so it's it's a it's an odd and fun section of the film. Uh, I'm going with a ten as well. How could you not? As, uh, I, I just, I, you know what? I know they were trying to make a film that's bad that shows up as funny on American Drive-In. The movie. So, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, and, and I felt that exact same way too, for a little bit. But then they keep <laughs> going, and they keep hammering it and hammering it and hammering it. And uh, but okay, it's like okay, there's the scene with the there's the scene where there's the um, the guy that shows up. He's the talent scout for the record company that they're going to play the concert in front of because they're trying to get an album a record deal, and uh, he sets up at a table in this bar. Uh, you know, this theater to watch them. And then they scan, span back to him and he's made himself at home. And he's got like his, like, he's got like his Rolodex there and he's got like, you know, the, the drinks and he's got, you know, like his, like his stuff, including himself, a picture of himself in a, in a bikini showing himself, you know, posing with this wicked body, you know. Okay. Is that WTF or is that them trying to be funny? Or is it both? I think it's, I think honestly it's both. Like, because the thing is, is that them trying to be funny is flat out ridiculous because they truly through, this is not, this is not like aimed funny. This is throw everything on the screen and hope that something shows up as funny. Well, what's funny about it is often it's not funny, and that makes it funny. Exactly. But they're trying this hard to tell the joke. Oh yeah, because then, because as because you know, like we talked about earlier with the whole gas chamber, like that's not funny. This is a comedy that has a <laughs> that has many moments of gas chamber talk and but Hitler. I I cannot believe though nobody brought up the romance in this thing of the girl that 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 the, meets the lead singer. And uh, then he's, he meets her again later, and he's like, I can't get out of your mind. I wrote a song about you. Then he goes, what's your name? And she goes, Cassie. And then they cut to the song, that he's sing- and he's singing it already with his band. They know the song, and it's called Cassie. So I'm like, so wait, you wrote a song called Cassie about her? <laughs> and it just what? coincidentally turned out to be her name? Well, See, he's I, just I, lucky I, that her name no, is not I never even hug. Forget kiss. Except for in a dream sequence. In a dream sequence, she is she's marrying him, but they never hug or anything. And then at the end, he, you know, he, she's up by his graveside, talking about how she's, fuck it, ten, <laughs> talking about how he's the one, and she'll always, she loves him, she'll always only love him. I'm like, you never even hugged him, nevertheless kissed him. Like you guys knew each other for ten minutes. <laughs> I tried to hold out. I could. I did. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with Stan that I think that he he left a placeholder in the song until he found out her name. But if it had been like a three or four syllable name, he would have been screwed. He was just assuming that there was a that there was like one to two syllables. 
if her name had been Cass, he would have gone with Cassie. Yeah. No problem. Um, <laughs> I suppose if her name was Bernadette, he could have gone with Bernie. You're going to have to. Yeah. You're, I mean, if you're going to make that song work, you're going to have to bring it back down to two syllables. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, but it, Paul, Danny, you know, you're going to call I'm it Paul. The point, love transcends all. He didn't have to know her name to know her name. That's right. <laughs> What's your name? Henrietta. Does anyone call you Henry? No, no one would ever do that. <laughs> Rita? Rita? Anyone? Uh, got... Maybe I can call you Rita. That's a sweet pet name, right? <laughs> I mean, I can't believe none of you brought that up. Leaving me to and then having to up my score. <laughs> Memorable moments is our next category. The, you know, one of the one of the things that I'll I'll remember about this is. The wonderful Phil Fondacaro being in it, um, you know, he's been in Troll, he's been in Ghoulies 2, Garbage Pail Kids movie, I was super happy to, to see him in it, he's, he's always a treat. Um, it's, it's one of those cases where, like, there's some things, you know, we talk a lot about the WTFs versus memorable moments, like, to me... There's things that I would have all that that seem WTF but are really really memorable. Like the the character that eats himself, especially at the very end when the skull slurps through the face and the hair right down and like you know, and it's just like that that that's never leaving my brain. Like that that's that's a moment. That's a wonderful moment. The very end. So, so I mean, we're talking about the fact that they've all been in a gas chamber our lead singer was in there with the rest of the band and then when she goes to say that she loves him he's back in his grave and and i assume that they went into the gas chamber and just buried them all i guess that's the that's really but but you know his hand comes out with the with the ring and it's just and it just kind of tops off that romance um I will never forget the experience of watching Hard Rock Zombies and my variety of opinions and what I thought this movie was and kept getting proven wrong moments. So I can't go a full 10, but I will go a 9. Yeah, I, I would like to say, um, or I... To say I, I'm going to forget anything about this film would imply that I'm going to stop watching this film. Um, <laughs> it's going to be on constant loop at my house. Because, um, wow, I loved it so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some of it's crappy, and it sucks that we only have access to a very, very bad print. I don't I don't know if a good print exists. Um, so uh, some of it is lost for those little lost bits in between the scenes that I didn't quite understand. I'm not going to remember those. So I'm only going high as an eight just because I don't want tens across the board for any film. Uh, I'm I'm going less. I mean. Good luck forgetting this movie once you've watched it. There's no mm-hmm. chance you're forgetting it. But that's no. because of the WTFs, not because it has this great moment. The, the skull slurping the, its own skin off and then swallowing it uh, at the end is pretty cool. That w- won't leave me. And that the gas chamber image, because it was so ghastly and like like 
in poor taste won't leave me in the wrong way. Um, but I mean, again, it's tough to have, to score high in both WTFs and memorable moments. And, and this film is all WTF. So I, I only got a six on it. Actually. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Cause I can't leave you. There's no way. I could, can, can I, uh, down my, my score one just for the lack of memorable songs. Yes, definitely the music is not memorable. Seven seven for you and a five for me then. No, six. 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 Um, I feel like we're missing uh, something here. Did, yeah, where did we lose? Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was just uh, trying to I was trying to remember all of the memorable moments. No, I accidentally muted myself there. Uh, <laughs> I feel like in a movie that's uh, that's got one song, that's uh, two songs that are played over and over, uh, I should have remembered at least one of them. Uh, and that's not the case. Uh, but uh, what uh, what I will always remember of this film is uh, actual Hitler. Uh, you don't get actual Hitler at all, a lot. And... Uh, uh, you definitely don't get uh, uh, actual Hitler in a sex scene. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or a surprise. I am very rarely surprised when I see Hitler in the movie. That, well, the reveal. The reveal. Like, I had no idea terrific. that guy was Hitler, yeah. right? Yeah, the reveal is terrific, yeah. Yeah, like, it was like, what? I literally said that out loud when I was watching I, it. I, I, I backed it up. I like, I like, is that, is that a thing that just happened? Like it's, I leave this, it did, did I accidentally download two movies or something. Like yeah. <laughs> YouTube have two movies combined. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he, he reveals that he's Hitler. He, he's, he's telling the, the guy who had been the manager of the band that he's got some work for him. He's looking for a few good men. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then reveals himself to be Hitler. Uh, I love that uh, they, uh, you know, they a Nazi armband up everyone. And uh, I was just reading a, a movie book, and a guy, a, a screenwriter, was talking about why he used Nazis in a movie. And it, like he was asked why why that because it didn't make sense in whatever movie he was doing. And he's well because no one cares how many Nazis you kill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can go nuts. Um, so uh, I'm going to go to an eight. Uh, I think uh, it is a little overpowered by the WTFs, but uh, it 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 will live on in our hearts. Uh, final category is called crazy concept. It's got all the crazy in there. I, I it, Hitler. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> like try, uh... trying to sell somebody. Okay, so I'm going to be wanting to do a movie called hard rock zombies hmm okay so what's your band gonna sound like well they're gonna sound kind of like pop music and then it's gonna be like oh okay and so then they're gonna turn into zombies yeah yeah they're gonna turn into zombies who are they facing well they're they're gonna fight hitler (laughs) and it's just like okay oh and by the way it's a comedy you know, and, and and I guess maybe that should be expected at that point. Um, this is most definitely unlike anything I've ever seen. I think the only thing that I'll maybe dock it for is the fact that they that they did take so many other movies and and homage them in it. So uh, for that, I will go with a nine. Uh, yeah, I'm going for my. 
a nine. The concept for me uh, of this film is four guys sitting in a room writing a movie going, let's make a movie for us four people. No one else is going to see it. This is just for us. Um, and it is the best concept ever. Um, but And it's the weirdest fuck to even attempt to do such a thing. So, yeah, nine. One of, I love it. <laughs> There's cool. no way this could have been made if they had to pitch it. Luckily, no. they went... <laughs> Luckily, they're making another movie that needed a drive-in movie, and they went, "What's the most drive-in movie we can make? What's the what's let's like take all these crazy concepts and put it in there because it's only going to be twenty minutes long and on screen. It's just going to be funny and it's comedy, and we're just going to throw it all in there. And then at some point, it expanded to a full movie, and 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 the craziness expanded with it. And it's like uh, this is an easy ten for me. I mean, I wish I could give it fifty, like. I, I think it's just like the craziest concept ever when you think about Nazi incest, werewolves, zombies, comedy. Yeah, there's a werewolf for no freaking reason. No yeah. reason at all. Yeah, it's a ten. It's a it's a werewolf in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's it's an old werewolf in a wheelchair old lady oh werewolf in a wheelchair what a, every choice is a weird one i, um, I kind of thought the, the 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 old dude would explain why we have a werewolf in this because i don't even understand why they're ghouls the um, old kachu couldn't explain why he was there no that's true Every choice is a weird one, and uh, this this is one time we could, that none of us could even jokingly say uh, it's internally consistent, because um, <laughs> because every everything that happens is uh, is diametrically opposed to every other minute of the film. It's both internally and externally inconsistent. <laughs> uh, you know, I I wonder I wonder where this would have scored uh, for for us without actual Hitler. Uh, like if they just been regular mm. neo Nazis or something, it would have like it wouldn't have gone that extra level of what on earth is happening. No, it, there well, would have been a lot more so like sixes and eights. I was actually thinking this was going to be like rock zombies and the freak family against the townies movie. <laughs> Um, but as soon as Hitler shows up, I, I had to realize, oh, he's not going to be the good guy. <laughs> and the fact that, yeah, the zombies, like, to a certain degree, are the good guys. Uh-huh. Well, they do go, They the first thing they do when they get resurrected is go and kill the, the family. Unfortunately, from there, they just, the second thing they do is go and play the concert while the family <laughs> comes back to life. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love that they drove to that concert, so zombies can barely remember to drive and sing, um, and sing their exact same song. But for the rest of the film, everyone else walks there. 
Yeah, but by the way, <laughs> they were the only ones who walked like they were dancing and walking at the same time. Which was like, they amazing. They were walking like zombies, but managing to dance because they had rhythm because they're a band right. at yeah. the same time. It's unbelievable. All right, fair enough. I have to give it a ten. I can't. I can't even go down to a nine. Like I, I was trying to avoid giving this a near perfect score, but there's no way that I can get away with it. So uh, I, I'm gonna go. So with I trust the daughter that danced during their audition. Oh, um, the, it was constant. Like, like I swear that was a music video because at one point she's doing it in front of the house. Then at the next point she's doing it in the middle of the road. And yeah, and it's it, doing the full uh, white snake. Yeah. And it was, a, and it was just like, wow, you really nailed that genre moment. <laughs> yeah. You knew uh, what that you was. Know, yeah. It just dawned on me. How much of this movie didn't make sense? Yeah, I yes. watched it all the way through, and it seemed to make perfect sense. <laughs> like everything just sort of flew, <laughs> flew one one thing to another. I think oh. what I think uh, you know, I was I was gonna go with a nine until this like last thing occurred to me, and it's gonna be a ten, and it's because I I think as Stan mentioned, Grand Guignol is the name of the town. So this is so that isn't a last minute choice. They've they it's mentioned several times. It is something from the beginning that they were calling it. That that's a term uh, that comes from Parisian theater, uh, and it's a theater that specialized in dramatic but gruesome uh, theater. So they thought that they were presenting this from the beginning as a pretentious gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is the implication of that. So I, 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 I was gonna say a nine. I mean, I also like da- dangerously close to a perfect score there. Um, uh, but we're we're all close to a perfect score. Um, and uh, we do dock this film of minus. It gets a minus one because it is ninety eight minutes. It ticks over the uh, the dreaded ninety five. Could have could have shaved a couple of minutes off there, uh, even with that minus. We have a new number one of the octagon. Oh yeah. my god! Oh. This uh, yeah. one's coming out of nowhere. I'd never even heard of this film before we yeah. announced this. This movie needs to be seen by everybody. It needs to somebody needs to find the original print. It needs to be put out on Blu-ray, 4K. It needs to be shown in theaters. It needs to be enjoyed and loved by everybody. They need to put this episode of the show on the Shout DVD uh, Blu-ray. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because this is an amazing, amazing piece of cinema. It's uh, something else, and and not just number. What one was the score? Octagon. We didn't hear. But, What's the no, because I'm I'm building to the fact Shit, that it's, be quiet. Let it, it is, it is uh, handily the new number one. The previous high was held by Miami Connection and Ninja Three: The Domination, tied at eighty six point five. Uh, this one comes in at a final score of ninety two point five. Lord, I always said we'd eventually. And it would be a monumental day when the movie finally beat Ninja 3. The fact that we had a movie that tied it was monumental. To score 92.5, I think we needed to stop doing the podcast because the search <laughs> for the ultimate B movie is over. Nothing's beating this, ever. It may very well be over, given, given the fact of what this movie is. Given the fact that this is a movie that, like you said earlier, Jack isn't a mystery science theater 3000 movie it's not that well known per se 
you know that that it's just out from out of nowhere here's hard rock zombies and it's virtually everything that we're looking for this is from everything i could find on the internet we are going to be the first pe- other than a wikipedia page and an imdb page we're going to be the first people to ever have like reviewed it on a, 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 a in a blog or a, a podcast or a video or anything else ever so yeah it, but it needs to be it, it's it needs to be loved go watch it everybody and then share it and share the show I, I think that's that's where uh, you know that's where it gets these big points is the, the surprise factor mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Uh, of this much in something that uh, the yeah that we're we're pioneers in discovering books. this film like when the when you have these books 100 best bad movies you need to see or whatever you know um, there's all these books and these different things. it's not on any of these either like as far as I know you know yeah I mean I Ninja, checked, Ninja I Three the domination totally is Miami Connection yeah. totally is I mean we go through a lot of these movies and, and yeah there's a good reason that they scored high this one is is like and and you have no reason to believe it's going to score high oh and then Hitler but you know I mean, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> the, the value of actual Hitler cannot be overestimated. It, it's it's true, especially the way it's presented in this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, it's a sad... oh, <laughs> I, you don't you... know if that's Hitler banging the banging no. the werewolf uh, daughter or whatever. Uh, but now that you know it's Hitler, it goes back. That scene takes on even more. That's uh, right. There's layers is, that you'll get from, from future viewers. This is the ultimate B movie. Nobody knew what the ultimate BV movie was. Uh, you had to discover it. We have discovered it. Nobody else has. But but think about the fact too. This movie was directed by a guy who directed like who was from from Bombay, India, who directed like Bollywood style movies as well. And he managed yeah, to do wrote, hard like, rock think, zombies. Yeah, and he wrote things like uh, an episode of The Flying Nun, I think, and uh, you know <laughs> things like that. Like, wow. yeah, like this. Is, everything screams, <laughs> you know, cult film, the winner, right? I mean, it's just you would never think it. Still. What do you want to like start on uh, like the ultimate direct-to-video movie? What do you want to do next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it figures it figures I that know. it would take canon movies to to I guess. Yeah. I feel like we're underqualified to do the ultimate A movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we, I think we've got a specialized set of skills. <laughs> yeah, I, now now it's it's more that uh, that we're we're really moving on just just. Um, continuing to to add to the list of <laughs> ultimate B movies. I'll just say from now on that it were it's the search for the second most ultimate it's the penultimate the penultimate B movie is what we're looking for. Uh, we're looking for something that comes be- that falls between this and Ninja Three the Domination <laughs> like, Miami Connection. At, the, at this the point penultimate. At this point, I just want to talk about, like, we just need to talk about movies that we enjoy and have fun watching. Like, that's that's pretty much it. Where they score, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care because it's they're done. not topping this. Because it's done. It's over. Jack, what? well done, Jack. Well done. Ah, you're welcome. Oh, all right. Um, well, let's do some business. What a, what a, what a ride. What a uh, ride, yes. All right. Uh, well, um, it seems 
a, a, well, we have a Patreon that you can support our search for the penultimate B movie. And <laughs> the second that. best B movie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, so that's Cult, uh, Cult Film Showdown. Uh, we're on Instagram, Cult Film Showdown. And uh, we're on YouTube at uh, Cult Film Showdown. And uh, we're on uh, wetalkpodcast.com. They're our show sponsor. Uh, that is the home of the Octagon where you can keep track of our search for the ultimate B-movie and all of the movies that came uh, in places two through 130-some that we're at right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, We Talk Podcast also has a Twitter and they have a Facebook. Uh, you can follow them there and they'll tell you when the new episodes are coming out. Oh, boy. There's so, so much. Uh, it's... It... I I'm, think I'm just going to pack it all in and go watch this movie again, because for once... I can't wait to actually get together with you guys to watch this yeah, again. For once, I may actually be starting to understand Nick and his constant rotations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, w- I was scared coming into this one that nobody would like this movie as much as I love this movie. I'm gladly you backed me up and like, wow... Yeah, I mean, and and let me say that as season 16, unfortunately, has to continue, I feel bad for the Barbarians, because as much as I know it's going to be schlocky, it ain't hard rock zombies, so... I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself, I just added it together by scores, and I would have given it, I think, an 85 or something like that, or, or 84, I think it would have been an 84. That means that your guys' scores were so ridiculously high. Uh, 44, 44 out of uh, out of 50 is what you gave it there, Jack. Okay, so I would have so had it at number two. 88. 88? Wow. Um, and, but to average 92.5, it's incredible. that You guys must have just... Uh, all of... 49 for Stan, 48 for me, 46 for Nick, and 44 for you. Wow. That's, that's, uh, yeah. It's because, it, that for me, it really won... Where where it wins is the fact that okay, like Schlock Appeal, like lots of movies have gotten the, a good ten from Schlock Appeal. It's the fact that that it really nailed the heart. This felt like this felt like crazy heart. I mean, what the fuck is obvious? The crazy concept was so beyond crazy that that it's just like oh, I I don't know how to how to like not give this high. And then for me, it did win because of memorable moments because I know for a fact. When when anybody when it, when like in a year in two years when we're doing an award show or whatever like there will always be hard rock zombies. Oh, you can't get this out of you could have hypnosis to get this out of your head. <laughs> yeah, and you won't get this out of your head. It's well, not possible. It was, it was respectful of what's gone before. Yet none of it felt cliched. I mean, nobody has ever tried to chase zombies out of a town using face masks before. <laughs> it's, so it's not even face masks it's giant cardboard <laughs> cutouts of like Jimi hendrix and elvis and marilyn, and marilyn monroe, monroe yeah and that that they that not only did they did they go to put giant you know heads of these people but in like marilyn monroe's case like they actually put like yellow like string and stuff coming out to yes, try I had no to idea fake the hair there. for no oh, good that was reason the hair is that what it was then why did the one have pink strings coming out? I, I think they that, ran that's out the of amazing, yellow. That's the amazing thing is that uh, we undersold the yeah. WTF in yeah. this film. 
I can guarantee uh, that we could watch this movie. Mention like the not wanting the head to drip on the floor on her clean floor. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just waxed. Oh yeah. Just don't. don't uh, yeah. Oh, I understand. I'll I'll leave the head out here with my daughter. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it was like eight year old. Yeah, we we could find stuff coming out of this movie. Like uh, uh, another watch will easily bring Clearly up. Clearly, don't like, want to stop something. talking about it. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's true. There's right, so much let's to let's do. Wrap this sucker. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm I'm done. Next episode is the Barbarians. Good luck to it. You know, God bless, whatever. <laughs> like, but <laughs> so for Jim and for Jack and for Nick, I am your host, Eighth Dan Stanadu, and thank you for listening to the final episode of the Cult Film Show. <laughs> I wanna hold your hand.
Hard Rock Zombies.